coming up on Influencing Entrepreneurs. Was your experience on Shark Tank similar to what it was when you were going to your first investor? I think for, for their credit, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty real. Um, and of course, they make you sign a 50 page non-disclosure agreement and all that. But <laughs> so I might be subpoenaed now after you. Yeah, just blur all this out. Um, this season of Influencing Entrepreneurs is brought to you by the Entrepreneurs Organization of Charlotte and Spiracle Media. After years of teaching entrepreneurship and consulting business owners, I realized that true knowledge comes from the wins and losses of those entrepreneurs. These are the stories of those business leaders. I'm Casmer Ward, and this is Influencing Entrepreneurs. So, you know, I we've talked a lot about the product. Uh, we, I would like to circle back. You had a little stint on Shark Tank we were discussing earlier. But when I take a look at this product, I'm looking at your, your ankle sleeve right here. And... Here's the question I keep coming to. Are you a garment company or a healthcare company? That's a great question. I think it depends on the audience. Right. So ultimately, we are a drug delivery company that's utilizing garments as a more convenient platform for delivery. And interestingly, if you look at our team, our team is half PhD drug delivery scientists, half textile veterans that have been in the industry for 40 years. So one doesn't happen without the other. That's the reason we're in North Carolina because of that manufacturing heritage. But we really are at the intersection of both of those industries, and that's what makes this unique. So, and when I think about medication, we were talking about the the was it shea butter? Yeah, that, that yeah was in moisturizer. There. One of the things that really kind of shocks me uh, is that I I touch it and I thought there'd be all kinds of goop and I could feel all the lotion, but it just it feels like any other garment. Yeah, and and that's been by design. So we've spent the last five years designing it to look and feel and perform like a normal garment. Because right? even if you can put medicine in a garment, but it feels like sandpaper or doesn't stretch or doesn't wick away moisture, nobody's going to use it. And so the, the secret sauce there is that it's designed to release a consistent amount over a 10-hour wear period, right, versus a one or two dose application of a cream. And so you're actually getting the exact same therapeutic dose as you would with any other topical analgesic, but you're getting it more consistently spread out over a larger surface area. And that's why you actually don't feel that consistency of a cream. So in doing that the first time, I also have to imagine that you, because um, I see on the box it says 15 washes. So I'm imagining when you figure it out the first time, it works, and then you wash it and it doesn't. Like, what's that trial by error look like? Yeah, so we actually have our own transdermal lab at UNC Charlotte where we do a lot of that testing and analysis like a drug delivery product. So our head of dermal labs actually came out of GSK working on their transdermal patches. And so there's really a twofold approach there. The first is we test the yarn using HPLC, so high performance liquid chromatography. And so we're testing before and after wear, or before and after washing. And we actually get this release curve that shows you how much active ingredient is left in that garment. And it'll show you that consistent level. So there's actually active ingredient in there through 20 plus wash cycles. We intentionally cut it off at 15, because that's a point it falls below the FDA monograph for topical analgesia. And so the FDA says, if you can deliver within these levels, here are the claims you can make. So temporary relief of minor aches and pains, associated with strains, spasms, bruises. And so that's really a lot of the development that happens there. And then we also actually test against comparison products. So we'll test against leading creams, pills, and patches versus a new fabrics garment. You actually get a more effective dose over 24 hours because you have that constant skin contact and compression versus just when you glob on a cream that you're not typically measuring out the dose. Your product became more and more refined. And we talked about your overnight success over 10 years. Yeah. You, you, you go to the Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where along in the process, were you already in Walmart at that point? Oh, no. Okay. No, so that was four or five years ago. Um, 
and went through the whole process, ended up making a deal on the show and then ended up following through afterwards. Um, so that's the reason why it's, it's not going to air and ultimately very interesting life lessons going through that and learning. Ultimately, the deal on the show became different from what happened behind the scenes. And at the end of the day, I had to honor our investors and our team. But it was, it was a very great experience to go through that and see how the process really happens. Was your experience on Shark Tank similar to what it was when you were going to your first investor? I think for, for their credit, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty real. Um, and of course, they make you sign a 50-page non-disclosure agreement and all that. But <laughs> So I might be subpoenaed now after you? Yeah, just blur process. all this out. Exactly. Um, but it's, it's pretty interesting. I mean, the TV audience cuts out for five minutes, right? But they let it run a full hour and a half. I think it is very similar questions you get from an investor audience. We've gone through a lot of the angel investor networks. And I think it, it is pretty true to life. And they let it go for the investor to decide based on their own merits, which I think is pretty cool. You, after you've raised your money, you, you've, you've got your te technology, you have a, a variety of products from, from uh, uh, wrist sleeves, knee sleeves, ankle sleeves, everything. You're now in Walmart. You're in Walgreens, CVS. Target. Target. Yeah. Anyone I'm leaving out? Uh, yeah, we're about to launch on Academy, okay. Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, a couple other large retailers. Your growth is exponential at this point. Where is the finish line for you? It's a, good, it's a good question. I mean, to me, I very much enjoy the entrepreneurial journey. That's to me is fun. Like I wake up my favorite time of the week is Monday morning when I'm excited to go to the office, see what's going on. And I think every day is a unique challenge. My role as CEO is very different than it was seven years ago when it was me and my dorm room eating ramen, right? So my, my role has had to evolve, but that makes it a very different challenge than what it once was. And so I, I really like doing it. And so to me, at the end of the day, right, there has to be a successful outcome for our investors and for our team. But to me, that's what it looks like, right? How do we honor all the hard work and dedication from uh, our employees and our investors? And we also have, have a rule at New Fabrics that every employee gets stock. I'm, I'm a big believer that everyone is part of that upside and part of that growth and everyone should benefit from that. And, and that's what a successful outcome looks like. What are the headaches you have nowadays that make you miss being in the dorm <laughs> having ramen? Yeah, I think there's a lot of them. I think in this day and age, supply chain has created a lot of issues for folks. I think we're much better off because everything we do is made in North Carolina. Our whole supply chain is more or less within an hour or two from, from where we're sitting here in Charlotte, which has been really helpful. But I think we struggle with supply chain issues like everybody else. We're fortunate that we haven't missed a shipment to date to any retailers, which has been awesome. But I also think just there's complexities of, of growing a business. It becomes more people issues and hiring, firing than it does hey, it's just me, what, what type of flavor of ramen do I want, right? It's, it's, it's more decision, it's more leadership, which I've enjoyed, but I've had to grow into that role. With all the products we're looking at right here, and-, and, and Yeah, you should try them all. I definitely want to try that arm sleeve <laughs> yeah. going on for yeah. sure. The uh, one question that is in the back of my mind right now, when's the last time you washed your pillowcase? Ooh, great question. Yeah. Fortunately, I've got a fiance now who does it for me, so okay. I've sort of solved that problem indirectly. Okay, so I, I, I <laughs> at least once about how we market that. But my question is, are you still going to solve that issue? At least once a week, I think it happens now. But I think there's a lot of benefits outside of just acne that you can solve with a pillowcase, whether it's melatonin right. to help with sleep, right, or psoriasis or acne. There's a whole host of applications there. So pillowcase is definitely a product that we'll go back to here. Uh, in the future as a really interesting application and use case. This will circle back to the very problem that you were trying to solve. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's always been in the back of my mind. And I think it's, it's a great product use case. So once we have the right active ingredient mar married with the, the pillowcase idea, I think there's a lot of potential there. And, and now that we've got a lot of the retail distribution, there's a plug and play for they're always looking at what new products we can bring to market. 
in looking at your website, I had noticed that there was a, a commitment to sustainability. Where does that stem from? Yeah, I think ultimately as a business leader, it's just doing the right thing. I think we believe in doing the right thing for our employees and for the planet. And what does that look like, right? So we are carbon neutral and have committed to that for, for the future. And then we've also developed programs on the recyclability of our products. So we always get the question, what do I do with this after 15 washes, right? So it's still a normal garment, although right. it doesn't have medicine, but we've developed a partnership where we can then recycle those both back into garments and into products so they don't end up in a landfill. And that's just the right thing, right? We all live in this world. How do we do the right thing? And, and that's an important part of our culture. As we, we bring everything to a close here, I, I think about really the, you know, the problem you were trying to solve, the 20 problems you've solved instead that you're circling back to your yeah. original problem. What were some of the harder life lessons, the hard life lesson you had to learn along the way? There are so many I've got just for my own benefit. I just keep a list in my phone of like every time I learn something interesting or, or learn something valuable. Uh, I think one of the biggest things for me is people say no and you don't get discouraged by that. That sort of fuels the fire for me to want to keep going, to want to persevere because I believe this is such a good use case. So I think for me, being able to solve a problem that was very personal to me has made this not feel like work. It's made it feel like every day is this unique challenge. And I, I feel so fortunate to be able to be in this business solving problems for people. Um, and that's been a, a huge, exciting part of, of my life. Was there a lesson you felt that you learned the hard way that you wish you could have, would have known it uh, beforehand? Oh, there, there are so many. I think one that immediately comes to mind is we didn't have uh, ADA accessibility on our website. Um, so we went, this we went down the path and there's spare the details of some, some legal issues and challenges there, but just something you don't know as an entrepreneur, right? right? Not, none of it was ever intentional, but didn't know that our website wasn't providing for ADA needs. And so we immediately realized our mistake, corrected it and, and solved it, but not without a lot of, a lot of pain on the back end on the legal side. Also, uh, and to close this out, um, best piece of advice you've gotten. Best piece of advice I've gotten. That's a good question. All right, this is one. I, I do a lot of uh, business coaching, mm -hmm. which I'm a big believer as sort of CEO, you're on a little bit of an island. And so having that mentor has been very helpful for me. Um, but came from, came from my business coach and that as a CEO, you're bombarded by all sorts of different ideas, different challenges, different concerns. This employee needs something. This employee, you got to let go, struggle with supply chain issues. And it, it has a tendency to become overwhelming. And the, the advice I got was think about your role as on a conveyor belt. And so every problem is going by the conveyor belt. It's your job to handle those one by one, pick it off the conveyor belt, solve it and move it off to the side. Pick off the next one, move it and take it off to the side. And I think it's, it's really helped me give perspective on, on my role. And it's, yes, there could be 10 things going off, at, going off at once, but it's just a matter of solving one, moving on to the next one. That's one foot in front of the other has been really interesting change of perspective for me. Well, excellent. Well, Jordan, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. I wish you and New Fabrics a whole lot of success in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Influencing Entrepreneurs is brought to you by the Entrepreneurs Organization of Charlotte and Spherical Media. Thanks for watching. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Education or visit casmoreward.com to catch up on previous episodes.